0: Right, guys, welcome back to another episode of the All Aces Podcast. My name is Anthony, I'm joined with my friend today, your boy Danny. And today, man, like always, we promise to bring you the top guests, the aces of every single industry, man. And this industry is very unique, and it's probably like most special today just because there's really no one else really doing it like he's doing it. So, this one, he's the ace of the restaurant industry, and that's really heavily understated it because it goes so much farther than just the rest of the industry, man. So, tell him why, Dan. Like, my boy, Eddie Wutengzi,
1: a.k.a. My Guy Market. Look, man, this guy, he he brought the New York style, the bodega style uh, egg, bacon, and cheese to the valley. And uh, it's the best out there. Uh, you know, full disclosure, I had that shit this morning. Uh, I met up with Eddie a little bit to, like, kind of talk a little about the pot tonight. And, you know, I fucking took a bite on the drive back. I had to fucking stop. I, I was going to the bank. I stopped. I fucking finished that shit. Talk and then to I went him. into the bank to do my deposits. So... Hey, that it, dude, you're putting, you're fucking putting on, bro. You're putting on, <laughs> that shit's fucking gas. Um, it, it lives up to the hype, and I say that because, a lot of times you hear about shit, right? Like, uh, I'm not, I'm not gonna this, I'm not gonna name anybody, right? But there's like a lot of these people that kind of build up a lot of hype through, you know, paid ads or you know maybe some some marketing, and you try the shit, dude, and it it just doesn't live up to the fucking hype, dude. But my guy, market, bro, you you go, you pick it up. You order from his app, by the way. You pick it up and uh it fucking lives up to the hype dude 1000 percent. that shit was good that shit was really good man i can't even i
0: I wish you guys gotta try it i I gotta will say it's all i got a picture all i got was a picture my mouth was watering (laughs) and i know yeah we gotta get that asap man (laughs) but without further ado man please help me welcome my guy market thank you for being on the pod today man
2: thank you guys appreciate it that was a pretty that was a pretty damn good introduction right there so shout (laughs) out to y'all it's kind of like a WWE promo kind of thing right there. So I thing we're missing,
0: bro, is the theme music. You got to choose your right? theme music. Hey, <laughs> psh, if I had
2: a theme
1: music... <laughs>
0: who would you go with if you had theme music?
2: If I had a theme music, if I came into the WWE walking down the ramp, my theme music would probably be... Ah, uh, Damn, that's hard. Fuck. It has to be a West Side Gun song. Um, mm. I'm not too sure which one, but I, I think it might have to be... Um, Pray for Paris. What's that gun? So, There know. you go. I feel it. Maybe we'll pop on it them, up right? in the background. We'll sell the records. You me? I, I'm going
0: gonna, I'm gonna to have to check them out. I'll be honest with you, I'm going to have to check them out. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, man. You come to drip down. You got some style. Your food's you. badass. Everything Thank tastes you. good. But uh, I'm sure everyone at home, bro, after that introduction, especially, and, and myself included, want to know, how'd you get started in the food, man?
2: Um, well, it all started with my parents. Um, Well, especially with my pops. So my pops grew up in the field. He was um, I mean, he was a chef. He really got down with the finest chefs, the finest eateries and all that places from, from Paris to Espana. I mean, all over Fresno and all that stuff. So, I mean, my dad was really one of the head honchos when it came to the food industry and all that stuff. So um, that's kind of where I got my background from. But I mean, it's kind of crazy because growing up, I never wanted to be like my dad, not in that type of sense, but uh, I just kind of wanted to paint my own image, you know what I mean? I wanted to paint my own picture. I didn't want to grow up and have all, like, my dad's friends or people that knew my dad and be like, oh, my God, like, Lee, you're just like your dad. I'm like, no, don't put me in that same category. (laughs) I'm my own person, you know what I mean? But, yeah, I mean, it's funny because growing up, I didn't want to be like my dad, but fucking here we are now doing the same shit that my dad did. So I guess my dad is proud.
1: So hey, that's cool. <laughs> and and uh, real quick, bro, um, I know that you mentioned, you know, your dad was out there in Paris, España. Mm-hmm. And uh, one that uh, one thing that I didn't know, dude, is um, that you're actually from Spain, right?
2: Yes, sir. I was born there en España. You know what I mean? I could give you guys the government name, but that's putting too much information out there. So we'll leave that up for you. But yeah, I was born in Spain. I was born in 95 back in a small island. Um, but yeah, we came here in Fresno because uh, we had family out here. Came out here to visit Fresno, and then after that, the everything else was history. We just never went back.
1: Like that's so cool that y- that uh, you mentioned that because bro I mean uh, talking to you I didn't know you'd only been open for a year, bro, mm-hmm. but I feel like in a fucking year bro you've gained a lot of traction because there's been like there's been a like i mean the food the food industry bro yes, sir. it's a lot of competition mm-hmm. and there's a lot of fucking people that go into business start their own little fucking food truck, whatever the case is, right, mm-hmm. but I feel like not that many people, especially here in the Fresno area bro, have done what you've done in a year bro like I feel like you're generally out there making a difference in the community uh, people generally fuck with your shit dude. they Thank they you. fuck with you as a human being, your yes, food. Sir. So maybe let's go into that a little bit, dude. You're, you're about to start My Guy Market. Mm-hmm. What, like, What's the thought process behind starting My Guy Market?
2: Um, well, My Guy Market was an idea that's been lingering for about two years.
1: And um,
2: my business partner was the one that really introduced me to the whole spiel about the chopped cheese and the the New York culture and all that stuff. But um, my business partner is from Adair. He's from Madtown. But uh, he's... He's basically my life coach, my life mentor, and everything and all that stuff. He's the one that put me onto Muay Thai. He's the one that put me onto running. Just he's the one that just really just put me, uh, just put my life just all together to like really like redirect my life into a better positioning. You know what I'm saying? Because I mean, me growing up, like, uh, I mean, I fucking did a lot of drugs. I I smoked a lot of weed and I I drank a lot of Hennessy and shit. But um, I just turned twenty eight, so I'm still young. You know what I mean? But my, my business partner was the one that really kind of led me into the pond. So it was really up to me if I really want to drink from the pond or not. You know what I mean? So he's the one that introduced me to the Chopped Cheese. And um, I'm a big New York head. I love New York culture. I love the New York hip-hop and everything like that. Wu-Tang, Tropical Quest, Big L, everything. Um, Pain and Full is one of my favorite movies. I was based in Harlem. And, uh, yeah, he just knew it. I mean, like, yeah, my favorite basketball team is the Knicks because of uh, my boy Scotty. you know, R.I.P. to Scotty P., you know what I mean? So, um, but, yeah, he just kind of introduced me to his, like, just like everybody else, you know what I mean? He was all like, hey, bro, you know what a chopped cheese is? And just like everybody else, I'm all like, what the fuck's the chopped cheese? <laughs> you know what I mean? And he was like, bro, if you do this, if you bring this, if you bring the sandwich, this New York staple sandwich here to Fresno, bro, I promise you, you're going to blow up. You're going to fucking go crazy. I'm like, okay, interesting. Well, let me know what's up. Like, so he, he shows me a couple of videos and everything, all that is with the chopped cheese and all that stuff. And this is before the Aki way, dude. You know what I mean? This mm. is the, this is before like the General Auk was the one that actually made the chopped cheese for what it is now globally. So this is before when he blew up. But yeah, he introduced me to the chopped cheese and all that stuff. I'm like, what the fuck? This is literally just a burger and a sandwich, but. It's crazy how no one's ever done that but the city of New York. So that's pretty much how the whole idea kind of came about. And then he was all telling was like, bro, like, we got to go to New York. You know, you got to try it out for yourself and see what you think about it. And then let me know what you think. And if you fuck with it, maybe we can make something happen with this. I don't know, like... All right, bro, okay. That's all a deep right. trip, bro, just to, yeah, to try, just to try sure. a sandwich, bro. <laughs> you know, and that's why I got I got a lot of praise and I got a lot of love from my business partner just because, like, he's seen the vision for me. I didn't see it. Just like everyone else about how we're doing My Guy Market and all that stuff, people don't see the vision. You know what I'm saying? So you really got to paint this picture to let these people know what they're trying to perceive in this uh, in this image. Um. So, yeah, um, <clears throat> we were supposed to go in New York in 2020, but then covid happened mm-hmm. so covid really kind of stopped the tracks and everything all that stuff and then during covid i was going through a lot of shit you know what i mean um i was i was pretty low in my life during covid just because i was working three jobs i was working at chef paul's cafe i was working at kunisama and i was working at benediction so i was doing soul food i was doing teppanyaki and i was doing like american breakfast food were
0: you, were you a chef at that time too yeah for okay. sure
2: I, I didn't start off as a chef during my career like i actually started off as a busser and a dishwasher and the only reason why I got promoted to become a chef is because I busted my ass off for, like, the the next six months of just putting in fucking straight work and grinding out just because I, I felt like I was worth more than just taking out the trash, washing the dishes, and cleaning toilets and stuff. I mean, like, no, I'm not bagging on anyone at all who does all that stuff because I was in that position, you know what I mean? But for me, I told myself I'm worth more than just taking out the trash and washing the dishes, you know what I mean? So... I busted my ass off, and then my boss at the time, seeing the work that I was putting into, and then he gave me that opportunity. He just said, "What do you want to do?" And I said, "Give me whatever, give me whatever that's available. That's not taking out the trash. What is there?" And then he says, "Do you want to be a chef?" And I was
0: like, "Fuck it, let's go." You know what I mean? That's the I one you have to like entertain people. Yeah, it's not you know, just all cooking, of right? That stuff like yeah. I
2: didn't think about it twice or nothing. Like he just gave me an opportunity. I was like, "Fuck it, let's go." You know what I mean? I didn't look back. That door was open. I went right in. You know what I mean? So, yeah, and then that's how I, going back to my dad and stuff, too. So my dad, when we came to the States, my dad was actually the head honcho when it came to the teppanyaki business. He, you know, he was the he was the boss dog at um, a Japanese kitchen. He held it down at Iroya. He held it down at um, Tokyo Steakhouse. He held it down at... Um, uh Sakanya, he helped start up Sakurachaya. i mean yeah. those are big bro those are big yeah, for, for big people names. watching at home
0: that you're not from like fresno around here those are big names
2: yeah really big names and my dad was really like in like in the field like that so um yeah when i go out to the tepanyaki places and um it's crazy because like a lot of the og chefs when they see me they're like oh you're you're so-and-so son i was like yeah i'm I'm so-and-so son I was like, oh. <laughs> oh you to be like this small <laughs> Like, yeah, I used to be this small. Like, I'm this tall now. Like, and but then after that, like, they would help take care of me, you know what I mean? So, like, they would give me more food or buy me shots at like sake and all that stuff. So, it was just dope that my dad had a high praise and people respected my dad for what he did. So, but when I started off doing tepanyaki, like, in my head, I'm all like, I've seen my dad do this shit for years, for sure. You know what I mean? Like I feel like I got this in the bag because I know <laughs> what I'm doing. I can I could see it. So then when I when I got on the grill and I got down with the fucking the spatula and the fork and everything, all that shit, bro, I was fucking, I was fucking stiff, bro. Like I was stiff as fuck. I was just, I couldn't like move or nothing like that. I'm like I was like fuck, this is crazy. I'm hella garbage at this shit, bro. <laughs> like,
0: I was weak. Was but, that because uh, of the nerves, bro? Or is that, like, just because first time doing it? First time doing it. Okay. You know what
2: I'm saying? First time doing it. But, you know, you get the little anxiety a little bit and all that stuff. And then you want to do your best. But
0: Well, because that, bro, I feel like usually chefs, you're behind scenes, bro. You get to kind of work on your craft. You can have some, like... Banger music in the background But like yaki yeah. bro You're front and center and a lot yeah, of times front It's for and center For sure and I'm a
2: people person For sure But I didn't have The fancy smancy Fucking tricks And everything And all that stuff But I could talk To people easily You know yeah. I'm an outgoing person <laughs> I'm an extrovert All that stuff And uh But I, yeah I remember Fucking I just really wanted it You know what I'm saying I just really wanted To let my boss know Like I can do it There were a couple of times Where I fucked up And they were telling me He's like yo You fuck up again You're gonna get demoted So You know that just kind of fueled more fire uh into me so i just really wanted to just keep it going and um you know what i mean like i really want to perfect the craft so i bro there were times when i would um train i would train for free because usually when you do training the training process you gotta clock in you know what i mean but it's like no fuck it like i want to let you know that i want i really want this so, I'll train for free. Like, I'll come in on my free time just so. So, I remember, like, the first couple months, bro, I'm literally just cooking for the boss, man, and his fucking dates. And, like, people that were, like, working for him and all that stuff. So, I was just basically, like, cooking all these all, for all these people for free. You know what I mean? But little by little, like, I try to just kind of analyze what I need to work on and fix and all that stuff, bro. You know? I wasn't really, like, in the books. I wasn't really, like, a straight-A student when it comes to high school or, like school in general. But one thing I could tell you guys, though, I'm a fucking hard worker, you know what I'm saying? I really work fucking hard to get where I want to get to, you know what I'm saying? And um, that's what Fresno really made me learn about is that Fresno has hard working people, you know what I'm saying? So that's kind of just the whole gist of how my career started. And then, yeah, the rest is history, and here we are now, you know it's, what I mean? No,
0: it's cool to see, bro, for sure. And I know you mentioned a lot of hardworking, because you can see it. People at home, if they rewind it, they, they go back through your cold timeline, right? You kind of started off as a dishwasher, started all the way up. And even if you go back a little farther, right, starting back looking at your dad, probably watching him work hard, watching him come to this country. But Yeah, man. I mean,
2: my dad, he – my parents come from Laos, so they migrated from Laos. And, like – this this thought just kind of came into my head like a couple months ago too and i'm like just like really thinking like damn my dad really fucking worked his ass off to get where he get to where he had to be right now you know what i mean because last year my dad actually just got a citizenship so that that's really badass bro you know what I mean? so um yeah my dad came from laos and then met my mom migrated to spain and, you know, stayed out there for a cool minute, not just for a little bit, for a cool-ass minute, and then came to the States to come visit family. But then, I don't know, something just sparked my dad and just said, you know what, this is it. This is where I want to raise my family, and this is what I want to do, and we're going to stay. So thinking about it, my dad had to literally kind of change cultures three times, going from an Asian from an Asian continent to a European Spanish continent and then to the States, you know what I mean? So like, it's crazy, bro. Like my dad is a fucking trip, but I am a product of my dad though. So, you know, that's
0: cool, bro. Like, cause you talking about your dad, bro, you you can feel it. You know what I mean? Like I'm sure people at home can feel it as well. Like you can feel the passion, the admiration and kind of just how much you look up to your dad, bro. And it's,
2: and it's wild too, because my dad actually left like, He actually stepped out of my life when I was, like, 12 years old. So, I haven't seen my dad, like, in 10 years. No, 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 but, like, that was growing up, though, like, you know, when I was 12. Like, my dad actually um, walked away out of my life, you know, without saying anything or nothing at all. Like, one day, because usually, like, our routine was just my dad would just make something to eat. Then pops would wake me up, and then I would just watch fucking Spongebob before I go to school and everything, all that stuff. And, well, he'll walk me to the bus stop, you know what I mean? So, um Um, yeah, but, um, and then one day, the next day I would wake up, boom, homie's not there. I'm like, damn. All right. Okay. But, you know, as time progresses forward and all that stuff, I used to have a grudge against my dad because I didn't understand why he did what he had to do. But as growing older and all that stuff, before I even had the opportunity to talk with him again, something, something in me kind of just clicked. And I said, you know what? fuck it, you know, at the end of the day, like, I could be mad at my dad all I want, but it's not gonna really going to bring anything back, so why should I keep a grudge against him? Like, he's the one that brought me into this world, you know what I mean? And um, he gave me, during all those hardships that he had to go through, he actually gave me a good childhood. I mean, he took me to Universal Studios, he took me to Disneyland, he took me, t- like, he, he hella put me on game to, like, all these crazy-ass foods that I, like, I've known none of you guys ever heard before, you know, like it was just cool. Like he was my best friend and he always wanted to make sure that I was good. And then and then growing up and then finding out that, um, you know, I was like, dude, fuck it. You know, you know, whatever my dad did, I forgive. I forgive him for what he had to do. And it's all good. I'm just going to keep him moving. So that brought a lot of clarity in me for me to just let go from from that hardship that I was going getting into. And then, you know, a couple years later after that, and uh, I remember the day when my fucking dad came back into my life and stuff. And uh, it was just a trip, man. It was just, it's wild, bro. (laughs) You guys really don't understand. Like, I have a crazy-ass life, bro. I know we have these problems in our life, but I went through a lot of shit. And I'll tell you this right now. My dad actually called me this past Sunday, and for him to fucking tell me that he's proud of me for what I'm doing, that he's happy for me for what I'm doing, that don't anything else don't mean shit to me anymore, bro. I don't give a damn. Like my brother called me. My brother lives in Spain, and um, you know I haven't seen my brother since I was 14. He calls me one night, and he just says, "Dude, I don't give a fuck about what anyone else says. You're my little brother. I'm so fucking proud of you." That means that means everything to me, bro. And then my, my birthday just passed, February 22nd. My my sister, she texts me. She called me, but I missed it. And, but she texts me saying, you know, like, I know you didn't really have a lot of outlets in your life and all that stuff, but I'm just super proud of you for what you've become and everything like that and just keep going. My brother and my sister and my dad, like, for them to tell me that they're proud of me, like, that's 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 what it really means, bro. Like that's what it, that's why I wake up every day because I get like the people that took care of me during my hard times and stuff. Like they now they're telling me that they're proud of me. You know what I mean? So now it's just I'm in the I'm in the driver's seat now. I got to make sure that I take care of them. That's where my mindset is at, you know what I mean? My sister gave me two beautiful uh beautiful niece and a nephew, so I'm going to make sure I take care of them. My brother gave me a beautiful niece. So I got to make sure I take care of her. You know what I mean? It's not about the fucking money. It's not about the clout or none of that shit. Like, I'm really busting my ass off so I can live a good fucking life and I can make sure I can take care of my family. And that's just a smidge of what my life is, too, bro. Like, I didn't even get into the part when I get, I got adopted in high school, bro. And I got into foster care. But my fault. But you guys get <laughs> like, keep talking. You guys give me the questions, all that stuff. Bro. No, it's that's good, just bro. You're, you're feeling good, you know bro. What I mean, so. But family is a big part of my life, straight up and down. And uh, for me to for me to just let go of the grudges that I've had against my family because of the lifestyle I was growing up into.
0: I, there's an old saying, bro, that I've always heard that the person that doesn't forgive is the one that gets hurt in the long run. Right? They, they always say it's like something about the venom where you're keeping the venom and it only, it's only poisoning you, right? Yeah. So I know that, that takes a lot, bro. I know that there's a lot of people at home that probably went through the same similar situation where... Mm-hmm. Maybe they don't have the best relationship with their parents, their family, X, Y, Z, right? So tell us a bit about how you got over that, bro, and how you learned to forgive like that.
2: Um, So I don't know, bro. Like I said, I've been through a lot of obstacles in my life and all that stuff. So it just kind of got to a point where I'm just kind of like begging for forgiveness towards myself because it's like, I don't know, like one situation happens with me and then I get over it but then like another situation happens with me then I get over it but it's just like an on and on process you know what I mean so I just got like a lot of shit on my plate that I'm worrying about for myself but then there's like a a weight that's holding down onto me that that's not making me progress through of the obstacles I'm trying to get to you know what I mean so pretty much like it was around like my high school like not not my high school i think like fresh out of high school i was like doing teppanyaki and all that stuff at kunisama and yeah i mean i was actually reading more too like i wasn't like into the books or and all that stuff but i was reading more often than i usually did because i used to live right there on uh not first and knees but uh knees and blackstone right there like by river park area um I, I would, uh, some, I, I don't know, bro, like whatever I need to get to, I got to get to, bro, because I was kind of carless at the time, and I would walk from Blackstone and Nice all the way to Herndon and Willow, just to make it to my job, you know what i That's, what deep, bro. That's like, true bro. like I used to have a bike, too, and then my bike got stolen, so I would ride my bike from River Park to Herndon and Willow to get to work, or I would walk to work. All of that stuff because, I mean, like I said, I, I used to take the fax bus from the east side to go to Clovis West to go to school. You know what I mean? So, But a job is much more different than going to school, so I'm getting paid. So there's a reason why I'm pushing myself to walk to work because I'm trying to get paid. I'm trying to pay my bills and all that mm-hmm. stuff. So.
0: so for the people at home that don't know a little bit about what's your business, about My Guy Market, mm-hmm. tell us about My Guy Market, bro, and why it's so different from everything else.
2: So My Guy Market What makes it different than everyone else out there is that we run everything solely through our virtual convenience market app. You know, we're just all through digital, virtual, all that stuff. We don't have a brick and mortar. We don't have a storefront. We just have an app. So the only way to order our food or our convenience items or whatever it is that we're selling through My Guy Market is from our app. So that's just the main focal point. That's what kind of separates us from everyone else.
0: called the ghost ghost kitchen, it's right? It's a ghost kitchen, correct.
2: Yep. So that's kind of the whole lingo and the whole get down. Ghost kitchens are very popular in L.A., San Fran, New York, all because of COVID because obviously people can go into work and all that stuff. So people had to find out a way to sell, sell, uh, sell their own way without having to be outside. So that's why the ghost kitchens really came about and happened. So, I mean – DoorDash was a big help from the ghost kitchen era and all that stuff because they're delivering food everywhere they went so yeah that's kind of how we separate us from the competition all that stuff um
0: and there's one more thing you do too right because i know that you didn't mention it right now but one of of the biggest things you do and that, that i like as well that really attracted us to you bro is just how much you give back to the community bro like with being a restaurant so tell them a little bit about home if they don't know yet how you give back and you know how, um, how you doing
2: that? I mean, honestly, uh, my business partner kind of gave out the inspiration for that. Um, I remember one day we just had a, a work day, and then he just texted me out of nowhere. He's all like, "Bruh, you know what we need to do?" And I was like, "What?" He's like, "We gotta give away a hundred dollars to the people." I'm all like, "What are you talking about, <laughs> bro? Like, you mean to tell me I'm working my ass off and I don't even pay myself yet?" but you expecting me to give out a hundred bucks to just a random ass customer.
0: So this was before you were like comfortable. You had some air. This was like Correct. beginning.
2: Yes. So we, um, we started the whole idea. We started the whole giving back idea around January, but he was the one that really sparked the whole idea to really make it to what it is now. And, um, his inspiration came from Watching Mr. Beast
1: thousand percent
0: bro That's what we thought of bro. That's, <laughs> kinda, was, he's, that's that Mr. Beast shit You're the Mr. Beast of Fresno bro I'll say it Mr. Beast of Fresno
2: <laughs> Yeah you know what I mean I mean I hope I can get to the point Where I can really just Get hella money So I can just really give back You know what I'm saying Cause like At the end of the day Like I said I don't give a fuck about the money Like I just wanna Make sure that I'm good So when I'm good I know that I can give back And make sure my family good And vice versa And it just goes down the line so, but it feels really good though. I mean, giving back. I mean, so yeah, we gave out the whole idea, giving away 100 bucks. We just kind of went, we just went for the gusto. We, we did a promo, we shot a promo for it and all that stuff. And it shit went crazy. Mm-hmm. It just went wild. Cause I mean, business was doing good regardless. But then once we started telling, we started telling people, like, all right, guys, we're giving away $100. What are we doing? You like tap in, like run those numbers up, buy a chopped cheese. And you might win 100 bucks. So, that was just kind of the whole the whole thing just happening, making it like turn into fruition and all that stuff. And uh, yeah, honestly, we had that from from that was one of the best work weeks we had. And I never felt so slammed before in the kitchen when we were giving away and all that stuff. And the 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 numbers just kept going up and up. And I'm just like, this is wild. This is insane. <laughs> But that right there, and then when we actually gave away the hundred dollars to our very first customer, you know, shout out to Destiny and the little man's right there, Aiden. I see y'all. That's
0: cool, bro. You still shout him out. You still remember? Of course, of
2: course. Destiny Aiden. I mean, I remember. Um, uh, my boy Otis, Otis Reed, my OG. He came through and he shot a video of me because I wanted to get it on camera. You know, because I just want to see the reactions and all that stuff. So we did, we shot a video for it. You know, I put the I put the hundred bucks on the bag. I'm like, all right, let's go. We go out the door, and then next you know we gave it to we gave it to the young lady. We gave it to Destiny, and then I told Destiny, Yo, if you get an opportunity, could you please open this bag and see what you got in there? Can you tell the people what you got? So the what made it even more wholesome was. What's, what's Aiden? Little Aiden. He was just a, a a fireball, like, in the back seat. Like, he was just psyched. You know, he got out there, and boom. And then they showed you got the bag. He was like, okay, open it up. That motherfucker was using his tiger teeth and everything like that. He was just, like, <laughs> gnawing or anything, like, trying to, like, really open it up. I'm like, okay, let's go. Come on, man, let's get it. Um, He goes through it, and then, boom, so they open the bag. All right, boom. They got the sandwiches. They got the chips. They got the drinks. And then um they didn't go all the way through the bag though so i was like there's something in there too like keep digging it's like what is it it's like it could be another bag of chips i'm like yeah it's definitely a bag of chips for sure (laughs) so next you know little aiden just grabs it and the next you know they're like and the bro the the reaction of the whole thing is the whole reason why i i just love what i'm doing because that reaction bro was just so genuine it was pure, it was just authentic, you know, like just Aiden looking at his mom and they're all like, What like that that's what it's about, you know what I mean? And he he was just so slacked and happy. I don't wanna I don't wanna be some type of person that, like I don't have all the money in the world to be given out like that. Hopefully I can be like that's what I'm saying. I'm trying to be like I'm trying to get like Mr. Beast level so I can really give back. And, you know, like, but for me, I've always been a person where I was fucking, where I will always work my ass out to make sure that you're good, to make sure that you're good, to make sure that everyone else out there is good before I'm good. You know what I mean? I will put you guys up front before I will. And that's what I did for all my jobs, you know, for Kunisama, Benediction, and Paul's. Like, I made sure that my bosses were good before I was good. But I know at the end of the day that they needed me more than I needed them. You know what I'm saying? Because I know my worth. But I didn't know it at that time. But I was busting my ass off. I would work three jobs in one day, two jobs in one day, you know, from morning till night. And you know what I mean? And it's, like, crazy how a lot of these corporate companies now that I see, like, Target and Walmart, you know, like, oh, we done the most sales. And here you guys go. And they fucking give them, like, a cupcake party. I'm like, you giving the grown-ass people that work really hard for fucking Target a cupcake party, no raise, no $1 raise, no 25 to, like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So for me, giving back like that and that reaction, that's that's everything, bro. That just
1: means so much to me, and that's what makes me keep going. Yeah. So,
2: psh, man. Dude, and
1: you know, I think it's so genuine, bro, because it really comes from a place from you, not only loving what you do And loving the, the The concept of giving back bro Cause you can really see it You know Like that's what you're about bro Like to your fucking soul That's what you're about and you're so passionate, bro, about giving back to the community. Like, bro, you fucking, like, I feel like people, they really fuck with you because they can feel that, they, like, you love them. Like, you love community. You love Fresno, bro. Yeah, and man. people feel that, bro. And you can feel it through your food, bro, like, through the art that you're putting in people's fucking bags. Yeah. You can feel it through when you're giving people stuff. Like, you know, the giveaways, the AirPod giveaway. you Yeah, gave, back. yeah. Uh The buy one, you know, we'll match it and give it yeah, to somebody else. Exactly. Like, you've done For a lot sure. of shit, bro, to give back. And uh, you have a lot of love for the community, bro. And I know that earlier we were talking a little bit before the podcast and you had like this fucking, I think probably the best analogy that somebody's ever gave me about Fresno, bro. Like the Garden of Roses, bro. Mm -hmm. So uh, can you share that, bro? Because I think that everybody in Fresno, like you have to hear this, bro. Okay.
2: So I kind of, I kind of, I kind of image Fresno as a Garden of Roses, as he said. It's because... Fresno has a beautiful bouquet of flowers that's meant to be shown and grown towards everyone, not just for Fresno but just all over the place you know what I'm saying so um but the stigma of what Fresno has that Fresno has is that people like to assume a lot people like to assume and judge the book by the cover I mean i've'm I'm, I'm a firsthand victim of that because I went to Clovis West, you know what I mean living the east side going to Clovis West or just going to a Clovis school. teachers kind of look at me different talk to me differently i mean the snobby rich kids would look at me differently talk to me differently i've always been an outcast you know what i mean but um if they knew what i was going through like inside they would know that like i have a beautiful bouquet of roses like in me right here just because i don't look like it in your image right here just just know it's like it's in here so because i mean there's a lot of great things that's going on in fresno there's a it's a Big creative outlet. I feel like 2023 is really the year that Fresno is really going to blossom to what it's supposed to look like. And people just don't see it because they're people are afraid to kind of shake off the dirt a little bit. Because, I mean, like for my guy market, for instance, you know I mean? Like I planted the seed a year ago. I gave it the water that it needed. I gave the sunlight that it needed. I fought off all the pesticides. I fought off all the bullshit to make sure that my seed was good. Here we are now, a year later. That seed that's that's in the dirt is finally starting to sprout off, you know what I mean? And it's finally st- starting to see some sunlight. And that's how it is with Fresno right now. But people here in Fresno, or not just people in Fresno, just people in general, just want to assume things. So like, people are gonna walk by and be like, oh, I see like a little garden right there. It looks really nice, you know? But they, they look at it, they don't go too close at it because they don't want to put their energy into it. So they look at it and like, it looks nice, but uh, a little dirty. Yeah, let's just keep walking. You know what I mean? But that's the thing, though. Is, but you got to put your energy into it just a little bit. You know, put a little effort. Like, don't worry about how it looks. You know what I mean? Get a little bit closer. Shake off the dirt. So once you shake off the dirt, then next you know, people are going to be like, oh, my gosh. Like, these are some beautiful roses under this dirt. I would have never known that if I didn't put my energy into it. Or if I would have seen it, I would have just walked away. You know what I mean? So... That's just where we're at in Fresno right now, you know. Like, we, there's so much potential. There's so much talent. I mean, for this, for you guys right now, you guys right now that's doing this right now, just showing, shining light to the valley, I mean, I'm the highest honor for you guys for allowing me to be here and speak my piece. Like, I really appreciate that. So thank you guys for allowing me to do this, you know, because I want people out there to know that you guys are really doing something and you guys should have – a lot of light, and a lot of shine, a lot of supporters, you know, just like me, just like me, you know what I'm saying, like, I mean, I, I wish the people that watch No Jumper, the No Jumper podcast, would watch you guys, you know, because you guys are soaking up a lot of game, and you guys are giving out a lot of game, and all of that stuff, and people in Fresno need that, but not just people in Fresno, people in general, so that's what it is, like, this, there's just a beautiful, just beautiful roses all over fresno and i'm trying to use my I, use my outlet to shine all the light that I, I i can offer to this beautiful flowers that fresno has to offer you know
1: and I mean? bro and i think bro that you really are you really are one of those big fucking beautiful roses bro that's fucking pushed through the mud pushed through the shit no i'm barely and, sprouting um, bro
2: my roses haven't came out yeah i'm barely he, sprouting he, he's like sprouting
1: said. but if you look from the outside in He looks like he's already Fully sprouted Um, He's got a long way to go You still got I mean you you can still make A lot of shit happen bro And you are making it happen bro And I think it's really cool Because it's showing people Dude that You can do the fucking Cool shit here in Fresno Like there's enough To fucking do the cool shit The fucking Mr. B shit You wanna fucking pop off um, You know like, bro, you built such a badass fucking brand and persona, and it's not even a persona because it's really who you are, bro. Like yeah. you really give a fuck about Thank people you. and you give back, mm-hmm. and it's so cool, dude, to see that in your backyard. Because oftentimes I feel like, especially here from the valley, dude, you feel like you really can't do shit like that, you yeah, know. Yeah, for sure. But um, it's just like you said, you got to take a little bit of a, a little bit of extra effort, maybe take the little dirt off, make sure you plant the seed, fight off all the shit, and because um, I, I think man, we're primed for for a lot of beautiful things here in the valley, bro. Fresno, Vicella, you know, the whole valley. So. I mean, Absolutely, you're putting on, bro. You're fucking putting on. I think you're inspiring a lot of people already, bro. I I think, uh, I think, bro, you got to give yourself a little bit of credit for all the shit you've already accomplished. Because there's people, bro, that I think I bet you see you, bro, and they're like, damn, this fucking guy's doing it, bro. Like, I think
0: I can do that when I grow up, or I think I can do that shit, That's it right there.
2: Because if I can do it, you can do it too. That's it, straight straight up and down.
0: Bro, the crazy part is whenever we were kind of doing some research on you and kind of whenever we first brought you to the table as far as like, we're like, bro, we have to get this guest on yeah. the table. Shout out Mondo. Mano the one that brought you up. Yeah, uh, Sick-ass fool. Yeah. Let's go. He is. <laughs> he is. We got to give credit where credit to you, bro. But Come when he on, brought man. you up, I thought, to be honest, bro, I thought you were like in L.A., but it's kind of that whole stigma, right, that you have, to do something big, you have to get out of the Valley. And, yeah. Um, it's crazy, bro. Like Danny was saying, it's so cool to see, bro, that like you're here in Fresno. There's so many cool stuff in Fresno. There's My Guy Market in Fresno. Correct. Academy Dude. West in Fresno. Fresno <laughs> State <laughs> in Fresno. Yes, sir. A lot of good stuff Come on in now. I mean, I mean, it's crazy, bro.
2: I, I could tell you guys so much history about Fresno. And not like I said, I wasn't even born here, but I have so much pride for this city. Why because... Fresno, bro?
0: Why, why do you have so much pride in Fresno?
1: You got to tat it, though. You got to tat it. I don't oh, know if okay. you
0: want to show the Come fucking on. camera. You got to show the tat. Come on, man. You see it, man.
2: Oh, wait. Wrong one. Wrong one. Too much Celsius, bro. <laughs> Come on, man.
1: Got uh, the I
2: got the Grizzly on me, baby. Come on, man. That's Stop sick. playing with us, baby. Hey. Let me tell you about the Grizzlies, first of all. Shout out Fresno Grizzlies. The, the San Francisco Giants wouldn't be who they are if it wasn't for the Grizzlies. Fuck right. no. All right? Facts. The Houston Astros wouldn't have the rings if it wasn't for the Grizzlies. Buck all right? No. The Washington uh, Nationals? wouldn't have their fucking ring if it wasn't for the Grizzlies, all right? And I got that shit on too, man. This is
0: the Grizzly fucking you do. right on. here, bro. Fresno nose. Like, That's the OG Fresno one knows too, bro. It's it's the one, before they yeah. it. It's That's really funny one.
2: though because like everything, like my closet is just all Fresno shit. And it's not like I go in my closet and be like, "Okay, who I want to represent or who do I want to support?" I just lay just grab shit and I look at them like, all right, cool," you know, whatever. Like I got the Supreme, I got the Bathing Ape, I got all that fucking hype beast, all that stuff. But no matter what, bro, I'm always rocking Fresno everything, bro. Like it's weird. And like I said, I'm not like picking and choosing. I just pick a shirt, boom, it's it's either Rue General or it's a uh, Scraps or it's a uh, it's either um Valley or Culture Cloth or Moss Fresno or it's a uh, it's Evil Cuff uh, it's, um, sin, it's either like sincere, uh, what else? It's either lifted. It's either lovers only, like all of these dope brands, ghost labs, freaking, I can go on and on with all these brands, bro. It could be like a pleasure pack shirt or whatever it is. Like I just rock that shit. And like, it makes me feel good because I know who it is. And I, and I know who, who runs the, who runs the company and all that stuff or like the, the businesses, so it makes me feel good because like i wear that shit with pride you know what i mean because like and then it's dope when i get compliments from people who wear like the hype shit or like just people that don't even know about fresno and they see like oh that's a cool shirt what is it oh you know that's rude general downtown fresno what's up man come on now stop playing you should have been known this
0: been here for like five plus years <laughs> fresno on. california brings some heat bro for sure
2: truly bro like I don't know what it is. Like, it's crazy to me that people will drive to LA or San Fran to go out to those fucking hype stores and all that stuff and spend like 200, 300, 400 on the fucking whack ass tee, bro. Like, I'm sorry, bro. Like the Supreme shit is just, I mean, it's cool, but there's a lot of corny shit, bro. Like, but it's crazy. Motherfuckers (laughs) really drop 400 for a fucking box logo for what? So like some guy who looks like you and be like, Oh, that's a cool shirt, bro. Cool. Thanks. Like is that, is that, is that why people buy that shit? I mean, I mean, yeah. Like I said, I had like the Supreme bathing ape and all that stuff too, but I, I felt good bathing ape just cause like the history, Nego and all that stuff. You know, I've been rocking bathing napes for like, for fucking since like on my, uh, the early 2000s and stuff. But besides that Fresno is on the same fucking pedestal as like the LA brands, the San Fran brands, the New York brands, the big brands and all of that stuff. But people don't want to go out their way to spend, fucking 30 like 50 60 70 bucks on a shirt but they're willing to pay 120 for a brand that they'll never know who that person will be you'll never know who nigo going to be for bathing Ape. you know what i'm saying like he's you're just his clientele but the reason why i like i like to wear all the fresno gear like all the fresno brands is because i actually get to know the person you know what i'm saying i get to know who they are i get to know what their story is so when they explain what their story is and why they did what they did and you know, it just feels much better, because you actually get to get, you actually get to know who the CEO is, you know what I mean, I mean, shout out to my boy, Nigel, from I Love Myself, and uh, my brother, uh, Roberto Cobillon, he, he runs the Valley Store now, the Valley Store in downtown Fresno, uh, that's where we did my birthday over there, but it's a men's boutique shop, it has everything local, vintage, high beasts, and all that stuff, but, um, um, I never, those were the first two brands I knew about Fresno. So when I had the opportunity to meet them and know who they are and what they do, that makes me wear their clothes much more pride. Much more pride when I rock that shit with my chest sticking out. You know what I mean? It's from here, bro. It's from your roots. Yeah, it's from the roots and everything like that. And they're just good ass people that work hard, just like me. You know what I mean? So, man, I just want, I just want. I just want to see everybody win, bro. Like, I'm tired of everyone trying to compete with each other and all that stuff because, like, Fresno has it, bro. Like, it's crazy how a lot of motherfuckers are really trying to fight to the top, but it's like, why why fight to the top? Like, they say it's lonely at the top. Then why not fill that bitch up, bro? I don't want to be there by myself. What the fuck? You know, I'm trying to get my brothers to go up there with me. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, dude. And on that topic, bro, of obviously not, not, not being alone at the top and helping other people, bro. I feel like... Still to this day, even uh, obviously as a business, and that's like a, as like because you're right where you have you're you're a business, but you kind of give your business life that in a lot of ways where a lot of other businesses can't do. You know, mm-hmm. um, you gave it a face, you gave it a life, and I know that you're using that using yourself to collaborate, bro, and help other businesses uh, around here, bro. So I know you've done a few collaborations. I know most recently, dude, I saw one. Um, th- there's a newest one you're doing, it, bro. It's with uh, with the pizza and beer place.
2: Oh yeah, uh, South of Shaw. South of so Shaw. Oh, we're doing our. Our chop smoke pizza collab with South of Shaw. That's on Broadway. Um, yeah, they're a brewery in downtown, and uh, yeah, they came, they hit us up saying, "Hey, we would love to do a collab with you guys. Let me let us know what you think. Let's let's do something. Let's make it work. Let's make it happen." So yeah, so me and my business partner, we tapped in, said what's up, figure out what they wanted to do, and then boom, they. We're doing our first collab with them. That's tomorrow. So oh, I, I better, them. I better see you guys tomorrow out there because the chopped smoke pizza is crazy, yo. Like, like to put that shit on a pizza. Like the the sandwich by itself is fire, regardless. But to put it on a pizza, like that shit just hit different, bro. I'm like, damn, this shit crazy. <laughs> I be dreaming about that shit. Real talk, though, you know what I mean. <laughs> I swear.
0: They're gonna dream about it later, bro. We're gonna pop up a picture just to make their mouth water a little bit. And whenever you guys are watching this at home, make sure you go and uh, get yourself a chopped pizza. For sure. Thank you. <laughs> Come on, man. That's dope, dude. So and, like and okay. too, every
2: every every pizza that's being sold, we get we get uh we get like two percent royalty. So please run up those numbers so I can get my money back, all right. Like <laughs> I'm not making no profit at all because I'm putting money into it. So every pizza that's being bought is getting back to my bank account and I'm breaking even. Maybe some change a little bit. So please, buy all the pizza. Make sure it sells
0: out. Please. My guy deserves it, though, bro. This Come guy's on, giving man. away TVs, giving away tons of dollars. Yeah, like this, this guy deserves crazy,
2: it, <laughs> You know, it's funny, like, kind of just talking about the shit that I've I've been giving away, like, the TV, bro. The TV just makes me laugh. You know, like I bro, love that TV was huge. That was a Dude, the fifty-five inch, bro. Like for the Super Bowl. But you know, what's crazy though. Like we only had four people that pre-ordered for the Super Bowl party pack. So it, whoever like tapped in and get got the five for fifty to for the raffle for the fifty-five inch. It was a very very big chance of winning it. And what I love about us at My Guy Market is that people will always try to chime in. So like the only way to win 50 bucks or to get a hundred dollars or like the AirPods or whatever it is that we're giving away, all you got to do is buy chopped cheese and that's it. And you have a very high chance of winning, uh, whatever that we're giving away. It's, it's a higher chance of winning the lottery. Like why not? And then if you don't win, it's still a win-win situation because you're getting a fire ass
1: sandwich. Like come on now, like and obviously you go buy a sandwich, you fucking you can win the shit. But it's also, dude, like on the business point of view, bro. Like obviously it's it's good fucking content, and uh, you're helping the people, so it's like a win-win on that end too, bro. Did you ever on the on the topic of content, bro? Did you ever did you know like going into the brand with you and your partner? Did you know, bro, that you were gonna develop like like the brand that we you have, or was that kind of like an audible on the run? Or did you always know, bro, that you were gonna be in front of the camera, fucking making people fucking smile, laugh, giving away a bunch of shit? I don't like honestly, bro, like. <laughs>
2: i just i just i just went in like i just i just just fed on straight like i don't know what the fuck is gonna happen this and that like if my if my business partner had an idea i was like fuck it let's do it fuck it let's do it let me think about it for a little bit fuck it let's do it you know what i mean because like um i mean I'm, I'm very used to like talking on the cameras and all that stuff and doing promos and everything but now it's like very very often and all that and um it's been crazy, so I'm the last couple of reels that I've done were, were in public places, so I had to be, like, in actor mode and all I that stuff. i seen the pizza
0: one, bro. That was, like, in midday, like, mid-business hours, yeah, right? Yeah,
2: so when we did that one with South of Shaw, that was kind of like, fuck, all right? Fuck, fuck it, let's do it. So I just locked in. I just zoned in, and I just tried to be the best person I can be on the camera and all that stuff without having to worry about, why everyone's all looking at me like, who the fuck is this Asian guy with white hair and shit looking like Raiden (laughs) from Mortal Kombat and stuff. You know what I mean? So, but it's like, it's all good. I I have a, I got I got a job to do. So like, I got to like X that out and get it going. And then next you know, boom. And bro, like that reel had like 900 plus likes, like about like 12,000 views and everything like that. But even before that too, like I remember Sunmade Raisins hit me up. To do
1: like content for them, and, and dude, and that's what I was gonna ask because now, like, you, you're becoming, you're becoming like a fucking content creator, even though it's through like your brand, my guy, market, bro. Like, you as a person, bro, it's like you kind of became like a fucking content creator. So I was gonna ask you, like, is there people hitting you up, like, hey, bro, let's fucking let's do this collab, let's do this shit. Talk about that semi one, bro. What did that look like?
2: Um, well, I don't know, like, uh, that kind of just. I mean, honestly, bro, like everything just falls into the lap, you know, it's, it's crazy because like, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to like connect with everything, connect with everyone try to collab and this and that. But, you know, I still have a lot of work to do, like taking care of the kitchen and all this stuff and all the orders, but everything just falls into my lap, bro. And like I said, in any opportunity that I get, I'm just going for it. You know what I'm saying? Because we don't get opportunities very often. So, for me, to let you guys know, so if there's a door opening, just fucking go for it. And if it doesn't work out, step out the door, close the door, and then look around, see if there's another door open, and then go for that opportunity. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like, I just trust my gut, and I just fucking go for it. You just never know. I mean, there's always trials and errors to everything, and you just never know what the outcome is going to be until you do it. So, that's just pretty much it, really. So from all the collaborations that we've been doing and all that stuff and uh the i mean just the the exposure and all of that i, I mean it's it's just a lot to handle but you know i'm not trying to i'm not trying to override the way i'm trying to just be balanced i'm just trying to be cool i'm just trying to just ride the wave not override it so you know what i mean i mean it's a lot but doing the best that i can do
0: is there any big collabs, bro? That are coming that, have, that you haven't done yet?
2: Yeah, right, you already know we got that. Um, we got that table mountain collab. No, I'm just playing. I was like, I'm, just I'm just manifesting. I'm just manifesting, bro. You gotta put it out there, though. Hey, you gotta fucking you know, put that shit I mean, out there. I mean, we could we could collab with the Grizzlies. I've done a lot of work with the Grizzlies, so I could kind of see a my guy market on the outside field. I see it on Twitter,
0: probably. bro. You guys are kind of going back and forth a little, a little bit, bit, a little bit. Before now in, now little they're
2: finally starting to see what I've been putting onto the table. Um i don't know i just like to i just like to collab with anyone and everyone who's just willing to get down um for the process and all that stuff
0: we got to make it happen bro so whoever watching this you're watching this you're part of the grizzly staff right now he has your he has a logo tatted on him he's done tons of stuff for the community grizzlies and Mike gun market you gotta to fucking make it happen you have to happen oh. all right guys quick break between our podcast today to shout out to our sponsor academy west insurance man if you haven't heard us about us yet 11 different cities all throughout the Central Valley. And uh, any different types of insurance need, auto, home, life insurance, any DMV stuff we got going on. Tell them some more stuff, Dan. Look, like, we do it all, man. Even if you need real estate needs or you're looking to sell a home, buy a home, learn how to buy a home, we
1: can help you here. Just come and talk to one of our agents. We'll take care of you.
0: Shameless plug for Academy West. Now back to the pod. Let's get it. Let's go.
1: <laughs> man, you guys got that shit on lock. lot. Sheesh. It's been trial, trial and error, bro. Right. Do we want to kick this off with a little Don Julio real quick? Of course. Right, go ahead. Go ahead. I'll, I'll do I'll do the honors. Let me, let me hold the mic. You don't have no shot glasses, huh?
2: No, so no just... Yeah, no, it's all good. We, we just... let just do it off, off the neck. That's how all cool right. to Mexico. You get the bottle, you to a beautiful life, life. Always, all right? Salute.
0: Salute. Damn, Damn, that's a real Don Gold, bro. The, <laughs> bitch,
1: the <laughs> demon time fucking swing. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to hit the demon time swing, but I'm going to tell you...
2: Deja do algo comigo. Oh shit. And the, uh, uh, Dame tu cariño. Ahorita. Shit <laughs> got speaking in Spanish now.
0: <laughs> I'm driving for us. Don't worry. You're good.
1: Oh, that was a big boy shot right there too. Cool. Um, so we're, we're we're back in here, dude. And I know that you're a big part of the community. You've been, you've been a fucking rocking with the Fresno community. You rocked the the, the Fresno designer brands. Yes. And uh, you 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 you've been a big part of Art Hop, bro. So I know that earlier, a little bit before off camera, we were kind of talking about how Art Hop has shifted a little bit from kind of, I don't want to say shifted, maybe morphed or developed, Um, but what do you you think about it, bro? For for the people
0: at home, though, define what is Art Hop for people who don't know what Art Hop is.
2: Okay, so Art Hop is basically um, an art-based community event that goes on in downtown every first Thursday of the month. Uh, There's a lot of studios for all the artists to come out and showcase all their artworks from whether it's art, if you're a musician, there are performances and all that stuff. So whatever your creative outlet is, R-HOP is the place to go to showcase towards people that don't know what you're doing. So that gives you the opportunity to go out there and show your work and your efforts and all of that stuff to the people that don't know. That's what R-HOP is. But back to your question, though, R-HOP definitely had a very wild shift, I would say, because I've been going to R-HOP for five-plus years i've been living in downtown for five plus years and um before i lived in downtown i've been going to hop since i was living up in river park area and um before fulton street was a street it was fulton mall and man dude i mean the rhop that that whole that era right there was insane for me to be the person who i was i mean still am but me going out there for hop, you know like you're very not like timid, but you're trying to figure out what's going on, what's the whole get down of this this event. So you're going down, and you you're just meeting these people, these artists, musicians, or whatever it is like perform like street performers and all that stuff. And r hop is a very welcoming community that just kind of just dragged me into it because, like I said, like I'm not really a normalized person. Like I could be very boisterous and vibrant, but they accepted me for who I was and they welcomed me and that was the most beautiful thing about R-Hop, for them to accept an outsider, you know what I mean? So like that was really cool. Uh big shout out to Root General. They're they're not in downtown anymore, but they're really kind of the main focal reason why I kept going to R-Hop, because uh shout out to Kurt and Cassie and Lil Baby Otis. I love you kid. Um they just gave me they, they gave me a lot of love they showed out a lot of love. I mean and you know from they used to um, they used to have a little shop right next to a brewery called Peeves R.I.P. to Peeves um, I mean man, uh, my boy Berto and my boy Nigel they they did a show uh, they did a fashion show and like dude like if you would have seen the memories that we perceived out there in R. hop it was just it was just a beautiful moment to be a part of Fresno and I think that's one big reason why I go so hard for the city because ARHOP showed me those lanes that I would never thought I would tap into but once I got into it they welcomed me and it was a very beautiful thing to feel and I hope people in Fresno would feel that same way to these new art Hops because We're still holding it down to make sure that our hops doesn't die out no matter what. But, yeah, like, it doesn't feel like that anymore. But you got to find those lanes to really see and feel what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? So, um, man, it's just crazy, bro. Uh, A lot of of performances, a lot of events, a lot of great people, a lot of great businesses, a lot of great artists. It, It was just... A beautiful, like it was something to look forward to all the time. Like I would, I would, um, I would tell, I would tell my my boss and shit, like don't schedule me on the first day, of, the first uh, Thursday of the month because I got shit to do. And I would not go to work because I want to go to art hop and see my people's perform. I want to see my people's artwork on the walls and all of that stuff. You know, all the light is just shine towards them and it's dope to support, by their art get to know them or buy their clothing, get to know them, or just watch them perform and get to know them and be part of that that society. And it was just dope, man. You know, like I I truly do miss that. But I know our hop is in the field right now where they can really bring it back. But we'll see. It's a it's a whole new crowd. A lot of new people. A lot of people finally starting to wake up and see what our hop is about. But you know what I mean? We have a lot of OGs like me. Damn, that's crazy. I'm getting old, dude. I'm talking myself like, oh yeah, I'm an OG and shit, <laughs> blah blah blah. But I mean, hey, like we we really earned the stripes out there for sure, and we're out there. It's like we're we're like the the uncles and the aunts, just like looking over people. Just like, man, yeah. I remember I was your age. Yeah. <laughs> you got uncle, there my go. <laughs> uh, Yeah. Yeah, man, it's it's crazy, man. But yeah, our hop, man. Like. I mean, no matter what though, I'm not bagging it down. Like let's keep it going though, because it's something that Fresno looks forward to and to do. And but there's a lot there's a lot of more days than just the first Thursday of the month. And there's a lot of more events out there. Like Alley in the Valley, my boy Dakari is holding it down. He's doing his one year anniversary, this upcoming hop And uh damn that Don Who is kicking right now, yo. The burbs is crazy. But <laughs> oh damn. But the alley in the valley, though, um, my my boy Dakar is really holding it down and pushing something different. That's not Art Hop. I mean, he's he he has his thing during Art Hop, but he has another thing outside of Art Hop. I think it's like every third Sunday or something like that. But there's a lot of dope shit going on around, and people need to stop sleeping and wake up and just go for it. And this is the thing too. You really need to appreciate what's there on the table because like. Yeah, it's not like the events they do out in L.A. or New York and all these big cities, but it's what we have. So you really got to appreciate what's on the table and not be like, oh, this is what uh, this is what you guys have to offer. You guys could do more. <laughs> no, stop stop fucking thinking like that. Like, just just have fun. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, man. People, the way how people think, it just it really baffles me because like when I was going through our hop and I had those little events You know, there wasn't like hella people, but there were just people just enjoying the vibe. That's what it's about. Just enjoy the vibe and just cherish the moments right there and then. Stop worrying about, oh, is there more people gonna come through? Or like, oh, this, like, no, just enjoy the moment right there and then. You know what I'm saying? Then when you have some extra time, talk to the artists, get to know them, talk to the musicians, talk to the rappers, talk to the singers. Talk to the vendors, cause everyone just works hard to get where they're trying to get to. You know what I mean? And uh that's just what I gotta say about our man. And uh, kind of breaks my heart a little bit to where it's at because Warner, Warner like uh Warner Theaters. It, that shit used to be cracking. Fourteen, eighteen, Rude General, Scraps, Four Yours, bro. Like that shit was cracking. Like me and the homies were just always there, like getting shit turned. Like there's people would just filled up like the sidewalks like it was so filled like we're getting into the roads like they blocked the roads now but before then they weren't blocking the roads we were the road blockers you know what I mean like we were the road blockers there's so many people there it was just such a trip man and like now it's not like that anymore
1: and uh how do we get back to that bro and To that, too, bro, do you think it's a bad thing that it's not like that? Or do you think it's like it's not it's not really a bad thing. Like, I'm not trying to
2: break people's hustles down and stuff, too. But like, really, like when you go out there, it's like it's an honor to set up shop. You know what I mean? And like because a lot of people don't have that opportunity. And, um, you know, like and one way to get back to where we're trying to get to is like, like I said, like earlier, the Garden of Roses. There's the dirt, you know what I mean? There's a little dirt in the roses. But people are too afraid and timid to go up to it and kind of shake it off. But once they go in and shake it off, they're like, wow, this is actually dope. This is cool. When is this happening again? You know what I mean? So that's how we can get back to it is people need to stop acting like something's gonna, something big is going to happen and just cherish the moment right there and then because we're working our asses off to make sure you can actually have fun and be you And just enjoy the moment So stop trying to act fucking cool And just cheer on a little bit That's what it is with Fresno bro Like you guys act too fucking cool Like I hate that shit bro Like I'm over here like screaming my lungs out Because like I'm nope. enjoying the moment But you guys want to act too fucking Like who are you acting cool for bro Like that shorty's not going to talk to you <laughs> That dude is not going to talk to you Because you're acting too cool <laughs> Stop trying to act hella cool and just enjoy the vibe, you know what I mean? Like, actually talk to people. Be nice to everybody, you know what I mean? Rest in peace to my brother Bryson Ferguson, a.k.a. be nice to everybody. That's why we were like this. We are a welcoming community. So stop trying to be all timid and on the corner and stuff and actually get to know the people and all that stuff. You never know you might like it, and I know you'll like it.
1: Dude, I think you hit the fucking nail on the head about, like, the Fresno shit. The Fresno shit, I feel like sometimes... It's like you have like this weird shame or guilt. I to can't like really Fresno.
2: say it's like a Fresno thing, though. Like, I'm not going to put Fresno on that pedestal. It's not a Fresno. It's just it's a people thing. It's just like, what's this? I don't know. Like, maybe TikTok just made society act like everyone. Everything's just too cool for everything. You know what I mean? It's what they look up to. Like, I get a lot of people that say, what's up? I mean, a lot more lately from My Guy Market and all that stuff. And it's just a trip. I see a lot of people that know what I'm doing and I don't know who it is. But I take my time no matter what to give that person a conversation because I'm very, like I said, I'm very honored for someone to know what I'm doing. I don't know who they are, but they know what I'm doing. That's such a huge honor. And I want to know why they know me, and I, I want to know why they praise me. I'm not saying it like that, but, like, I, wanna, I just want to know because I'm genuinely curious. But, you know, these people, you know, I'm pretty sure, like, they see the shit that they see on Instagram, all the bullshit, like, their favorite artists, is, like, you know, like, I don't know, some, like, A-list celebrity that just fucking covers everything up because they're so used to it, you know? It's like, oh, I want to act like, I want to be like him. I want to be like her. So they're just trying to act hella cool and all that stuff. It's not a Fresno thing. It's just they're trying to be like their idols, and I think their idols are trying to are like on a higher level than what they think they are and all that stuff. Because for me, I'm like I want to I want to like show my love towards people that know me and all that stuff. You know what I mean? So, but I think that's that's what it is. So. First of all, I keep saying so every single time. There's a There's got to be a way where you guys can just cut that part off <laughs> when I say so. Like, I keep saying that shit. He's I got to stop saying nasty, it. Bro. They're <laughs> smiling,
1: bro. They're smiling because it's possible. It's just
2: all right, cool, cool. All right, cool. Because I keep saying that They're shit. Like and I, I tell myself, yeah. I need to stop
0: saying it in my head. All right, cool. They already made mental notes, bro. They're good. <laughs> they already cut them all out. This fool's on his phone. He's like, yeah, this fool <laughs> yeah. keeps saying the same shit over and over again. He's hella repetitive.
1: <laughs> oh, shit. That's funny,
0: On that same note, you said something about looking up to people and stuff like that. Who inspires you, bro? Who do you look look up to? Obviously, everyone knows about Kanye West, right? Well, there
2: wouldn't be no college dropout logo if it wasn't from Sam from FTK. He's from Fresno. Well, he's from Vallejo, but he represents Central Valley and all that stuff. But um, he had a shop called For the Kids FTK on Sean Blackstone. And on his grand opening, guess who came through for the grand opening? Kanye West, Kanye came to Fresno. Yes, Kanye West came to Fresno for his grand opening for FTK. That's right. The guy who created the college dropout logo is from Fresno. All right, college.
0: Bro, that album. We have a lot of
2: we have a lot of history here in Fresno. So if if like I could go on and on, bro. Like I promise you that, bro. Like that's what makes me so dope about Fresno because like we don't have that light that these big cities do, but we put a lot of fucking hard work to make these other big cities like, like expand to where they are now because we did the, we did the background work. My business partner did a lot of work for Lupe Fiasco. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Lupe Fiasco, bro. Like, Oh my God, bro. You, you fucking get,
1: put me on right now, bro. I didn't know. I'm saying, shit about bro.
2: I'm me. being I mean, like, even like the, the hip hop community, like big, big ups to Fashon and Planet Asia. Like those are my, those are my OGs. You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, they just... Bro. I mean, from Fresno, the Fresno State history, the pop culture history and all that stuff. I mean, Fresno really has it. And you really got to find the people and really, like I said, really get to know them. Because you never know. You can learn something new about your city that you never knew about. But that's just a little fun fact. Like, the guy who created the Kanye West logo is from here. He lives right down the street from me. Downtown Fresno. FTK. Like... Come on, that's
1: iconic, Guys. bro. That's fucking iconic. Very
2: iconic, bro. And you know it's crazy. Kanye came here plenty of times for Fresno to tour, but he always canceled. But he didn't cancel on that grand opening at FTK on Sean Blackstone. You know what I mean?
0: I don't even know if it's slept on anymore because it's really not slept on anymore. Like I feel like more people are finding out about it by the yeah. day. But tell them at home, bro. Like the top, let's just say top three menu items that you got on there because I know you got that. You got sandwiches, uh-huh. you got drinks, convenience items. But let's start with sandwiches first. Okay um
2: where should they start i mean first and foremost like if you never had my guy market you got to go with the the classic new york chopped cheese obviously because that's going to put you into a whole different horizon to what a different culture is especially from a different coast so you got to go with the classic chopped cheese what's in the chopped cheese the chopped cheese is basically ground beef chopped up with sauteed onions lettuce tomato ketchup mayo and toasted bread on a french roll eight inch you know what i'm saying that the, the bread comes from Max's Bakery. That's local. The, the meat comes from sometimes Smart and final, you know what I mean? But I like to go to Renner's Meat Market, which is down the street. And, you know, I try to make sure all my products are come from nothing but local all the time. But the second one I would have to say, which is my personal favorite, is the bacon, egg, and cheese. Very simple, straight to the point. It's literally a bacon, egg, and cheese with ketchup and mayo on a Kaiser roll. And I'm not trying to be on my high horse, but arguably we had the best fucking breakfast sandwich here in town. You know what I mean? And the fact that we sell our breakfast sandwich that's not on breakfast, like, it hits different, bro. Like, the bacon, egg, and cheese hits different, especially when the sun is down. You know what I mean? Like, when you, like, rip that shorty open and like, that cheese <laughs> pool... That shit crazy, bro. That like you, know you can't what? wait to take that bite.
1: I, I fucking experienced that this morning. I picked he it really up. Did. I, I picked it up. We talked for a little bit, and then um, call it like, shorty do though. I picked up my. I picked up my shorty. <laughs> <You know what laughs> I'm saying I you
2: got up. so once you like start to have my guy Mark, you really start talking like a New York You know what I'm saying? You're gonna you're gonna say like you're me or like you're. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna what's up? B like. You know what I <laughs> mean? Like you want me my money, man? You know what I mean?
1: Dude, and like you said, bro, you, you you fucking you you open up the shorty, and it's just like. It's creamy in that <laughs> motherfucker, bro I, I, Straight <laughs> up
0: cheesy oh, I'll tell you, bro She's ooey gooey One thing that I heard, bro On that The one key ingredient that I heard I'll be honest with you, bro It wasn't the bread wasn't the meat One key ingredient that I heard, bro That you did it right That no one else does it right Ketchup, bro You yeah. put ketchup on it Come on now Like ketchup is an essential,
2: bro Thank you, know what I'm you. Like
0: Thank you this is that's what I'm saying. I just I really
2: don't get people that say like no tomato, no lettuce. Like, dude, grow the fuck up. You're like thirty plus years wait, wait, old, wait. and you don't want to do no onions. You, you
0: need to say that, bro. But look to the left when you say no tomato. We said grow bro. up about tomato and ketchup. Look to the bro. left. <laughs> okay, well, grow up, bro. Okay, let, let me <laughs> ask you. Please bro, grow up. Y-
1: you're a foodie, bro. Does ketchup go on fucking tamales?
0: Come on. Come on, okay, my guy. I mean, like, come be on, real, my guy. Be real.
2: OK, <laughs> but like that's intersecting two different cultures, though, because like ketchup is fucking like American culture. And then you're going to bring in like the Mexican culture and all that stuff, too. But whatever is your preference is your preference. No matter what you cannot bag someone down on what it is, because like for me, I'm a chef. Right. <laughs> when I used to work at Teppanyaki and I cook people steaks and stuff. And then when I like kind of tell people like, OK, so you got the New York, you got the filet, you want yours medium, rare, medium, rare, medium. Rare, medium. And then someone that that has a steak and they say, and I tell them, Oh, you got yours. Well done. I really don't like when people give people like eyes or like looks be like you got a New York well done. Oh my God. How could you (laughs) like, first of all, bitch, if you're not paying (laughs) for his steak or her steak, you have no right to say anything. If you want yours medium rare, that's your preference. But if this person wants to do well done all good, don't even worry because I'm gonna tell you this, I'm not going to fuck up that person's steak because I know I got to fucking burn the shit out of it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I know for a fact this person is happy because, you know, yeah. like, yeah, fucking pineapple don't go on pizza. But pineapple bro.
0: on pizza is fire. <laughs> it's you know fire. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, bro, what about ketchup on steak, bro? So if, someone put, if you're to cooking tabayake, someone put ketchup on their steak. What's going through your head? I don't give a fuck. Thank you, bro. I don't give a fuck because, like, if they're happy for way how they do it, let them do it. I'm not going to say where, I mean? bro.
2: If I'm not paying for the meal, if I'm, not, if I'm not paying for the meal, I have no right to say uh, the way how they eat their shit. But if I'm paying for the meal, be like, no, you're going to eat the way how I eat my shit. You know what I'm saying? And then we'll figure it out. But I'm not going to force you. Like, just try it. You know, if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. But at least you tried it. Now you can have your steak Well done Whatever it is You know what I mean But If I'm not paying for it I have no right to say anything at all So if you want If you like Catch up on your tamales bro, That's all on you bro Thank You, you bro. know what I mean I feel like,
0: accepted bro I really do
2: then, There you go You know what I mean and I'm happy for you, they, bro. I'm, you happy know what for, mean? I'm happy for me too i might have to try it out though You know what I mean I'm gonna have to try that out next time I'm happy for us Yeah exactly Well <laughs> I never tried it But I'm gonna try it And then when I try it Then I'm gonna let you know that I tried not, it bro. So
0: <laughs> All right. So that was a little tangent. So what about the the third one? So we said the top two. Mm-hmm. What's the third one?
2: Um, I would probably say, I mean, the chopped smoke is definitely a signature, obviously, but people really do sleep on the hippie flip. The hippie flip is the mushroom based chop cheese that we have. That's for the vegetarians and the vegans because everybody got to eat. You know what I mean? So. Uh, we had the vegetarian version and the vegan and all that stuff, but I mean, it's really good because we don't use like regular mushrooms. We use Japanese mushrooms, so we use the inokis, and we use the, um, the shiitake mushrooms, and if you get the hippie flip, and but you add bacon into it, it's fucking crazy. That's like one of my favorite sandwiches, bro, because I, I, I love mushrooms, so. And, like, the hippie flip is, like, something that I'm very proud of because, like, me and my business partner kind of thought of the recipe of it. Just trying to figure out of how can we get vegetarians and vegans involved. So, that's what it is. And, like, it's honestly, it's really good. But I did have a chopped smoke with the mushrooms added into it. And it's just fucking super game changer. But, yeah, the hippie flip is crazy. But, I mean, we have a five for 50. We have five sandwiches. So, I highly suggest that you guys have the, the five for 50 and just get every single sandwich because – you never know what you're gonna have or like until you try it. So why not? We had the chopped cheese, we had the chopped smoked, we had the hippie flip, we had the bacon egg and cheese, and we had the dry turkey, which is which is basically turkey bacon egg cheese for the people who are Muslim and halal. You know what I mean? Because like I said, everybody gotta eat, and um, you know I try to I try to make sandwiches that's doable for everybody to try out. I'm not trying to find a certain I find a certain society to feed into I'm trying to make sure everybody eats you know what I mean so that's what it is we only have five I mean there's a lot more sandwiches that I got in my head right now that I'm gonna think of and all that stuff that I I, I want to put into the put into existence, but right now those are just the five main ones. Two breakfast sandwiches and three signatures,
0: we're good to go. You have me at those, but I think the five for five, if you're watching this at home, you have a boys weekend, a ladies night out, whatever it is, make sure you get the five for five. Let's go. Perfect for the whole night out. You won't regret it, man. I'm telling you guys. I'm telling you, when
2: you have a chopped cheese that's like 30 minutes out the way, too, like, if you haven't touched it, like, in 30 minutes you
0: put that bitch in the air fryer, pfft. It's awesome, bro, and I know that we appreciate you being on today. We appreciate you coming you. out and uh, just all the stuff you're doing for the community, bro. So on that same note of powerful messages, um, we have a signature all aces question mm-hmm. that everyone that's watching at home and we do it every single podcast, and it's more of like a situational base. Want to ask you today, it kind of makes you think a little bit. So the signature all aces podcast question is: I want you to pick. I want you to picture young you, right? Mm-hmm. Like maybe the. Maybe they adopted you a little bit. Maybe when your dad wasn't there, maybe before the business worked out, or even maybe when the business wasn't all worked out, you didn't have everything worked out the way it is right now, right? What's something you would tell that person back then to get you through all those struggles? Just keep going.
2: Just keep fucking going. Like Dory said, keep swimming. Just (laughs) keep swimming keep going. Because life is like a video game. It's like... We're trying our hardest and our best to make sure we get to the next level. But, you know, you're not going to get that shit on the first try because life is challenging. Video games are really challenging. So it's like, what do you need to do to get through those moments and get through to the next phase in life? You know, you're going to have a couple times where you're going to restart or you're going to hit the game over screen. But when you hit that game over screen, it's going to tell you, it's going to tell you, try it again or, you know, like, continue from the last point, yeah, and then, you know, you're going to click yes, because you want to beat that level, you know, so, like, it, it's just, like, just just really keep going, just do everything the best way that you can do for yourself, because at the end of the day, like, when you wake up, or when you go back home from a long day of work, or whatever it is that you're doing, and you go to the bathroom, you, you know, you do your, your daily duties, you take a shower. But then when you step out the shower or when you wake up out of your bed, you go to the bathroom. I'm, I'm pretty sure we all do that. I mean, I hope you guys go to the bathroom when you wake up or like after work to take a shower to brush your fucking teeth. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I hope when you go into the bathroom, whatever it is, and you look at the mirror and you really look at yourself, like really look deep down in yourself. You know what I mean? Just hope. I hope that you're happy for who you see in that mirror because there's nobody like you. Nobody. You are literally a fucking diamond in the rough, and that's for everybody because at the end of the day, there's no person like Eddie Wu Tangzi. There's no person like you, like you, or for anyone else. You are your own person. There's no one like you, and that's a blessing to know that. And I hope when you open your eyes and you really see it, that you are proud of who you are, no matter what the struggles you're going through and all that stuff, because it's a blessing and it's a grateful opportunity to see another day. You know what I mean? Like, I'm I'm just happy for myself that I made it to 28 because I went through a lot of hardships in my life. And, like, for me to be where I'm at right now, like, I'm just fucking happy that I'm here right now. You know what I mean? Like, there's nowhere else where I wouldn't want to be but to be here right now, being present, like forget what's going to happen in the next 10 years, forget what's going to happen in the next five years, just live your moment right now, present time, live the best out of it, you know what I mean, like there's days when I don't want to go to work, but yeah, I work for myself, but there's days when I wake up, am like, fuck, I don't want to go to work, but I fucking do it, and I make the best out of it, you know what I'm saying, so like, it's a process, life, Life is life, and you got to keep it going. Perfect is a fucking, it's a myth. Like, life cannot be perfect. So you just got to keep it going and make life the best as you can make it in your own way, in your own own analogy, in your own own words, in your own vision. So that's it. You know what I mean? I know fucking 10-year-old Eddie's proud of myself, Uh, 15-year-old Eddie, 18-year-old Eddie, 21-year-old Eddie. Like, I'm fucking proud of myself. And it feels so fucking good to say that shit. So always, you know what I mean? That's that's what it is. This is probably the best podcast I've been on, honestly.
0: We appreciate that. I appreciate that, bro. they are going to the best one we've done, bro. It's, it's pretty cool, I feel like, to hear your whole fucking story from the start to finish. And This is one of the ones where I feel like the most impactful on the community, bro. Because this is, like, really in-house, in Fresno. They can go visit you, bro. I hope that yeah. everyone at home goes gets to see exactly, like... The excitement Danny felt when he f- tried your sandwich. I hope everyone at home gets to see the exact excitement. And just get to taste all your flavor, bro. Your passion, your flavor, everything about it, bro. Yeah. Just- Hell yeah, bro. I mean, fuck. That was a great conversation. I know for sure, like Anthony said, bro, you inspired
1: a lot of people today, bro. So People are going to watch this here locally, and they're going to be like... Yeah. Th- they're going to fucking believe in the just a little bit more. They're going to take that little bit of extra risk. And um, gonna, it, it's impactful, bro. It's really impactful. So we really appreciate you for having... For, ha- for allowing us to have you on bro uh, i know you're a busy guy you got your business going and uh, if you're watching on youtube make sure to subscribe if you're watching subscribe on
2: like Apple. share comment all of that stuff all right because every view that's on this they're getting paid i'm getting a roll to of it too so everybody eats you know <laughs> what i'm is. saying everybody we out you. here tapping we outside with it all aces podcast baby you know what I mean? My guy, Marque Eddie wu I ain't going to tell you again. Stop fucking playing with us. We out here. It's Fresno, baby. And we're going to keep going. Come on, man. That's it. That's all day. Be nice to everybody. Shout out to my brother. Shout out to everybody. <laughs> oh, my God. This downhill got me going. But we're going to club one, all right? Because I need some pat time in my life. <laughs> we're out. Get out of here. Peace. Peace. Good shit,
1: bro.